The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14, 20 in the morning for this Saturday morning, September the 16th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and uh, get all of the uh, great articles and other podcasts as well at BellyUpSports.com. Lots going on there. Football seasons, uh, college and, and NFL and baseball season is uh, always a go lots going on at bellyupsports.com and thank you very much for making us a part of your day each and every day from 1420 world headquarters anyways the uh, major league baseball season another night went through last night a lot of more mayhem going on there's six teams for two spots in the national league west uh, or, or the national league wild card spot there's a lot going on there but we'll start with the the walk the, uh, the divisional races a little bit in the, the national league uh, they're all but wrapped up the, uh, the the braves obviously they wrapped up their the national league east on tuesday night the uh, dodgers wild card does spot is walk or, or magic number is down to two right now with uh, a win tonight in Seattle or, or and a uh, uh, Arizona loss or a uh, Giants loss and they have their their uh, their, their playoff uh, aspirations are uh, going again with the Dodgers going to the playoffs again. This is only a matter of time they can wrap it up tomorrow, which is two more wins in Seattle. So they're wild. They're uh, their spot is down to two, which is nice. See the Dodgers get back in there and try to get another World Series ring under their belt. I don't. I think that's gonna going to uh, be a tough uh, road to hold for the Dodgers. I, I know I picked them a while ago to win, but the way the Braves are playing right now, I don't know what if that can happen. The uh, other the other National League Central, I suspect the the Milwaukee Brewers are going to hold on to that. They have a five and a half game lead over the Chicago Cubs right now, and you got to think that uh, barring a uh, 1987 Toronto Blue Jays collapse, like we talked about the other day, that the the uh, Milwaukee Brewers be going back to playoffs uh, for the uh, they're they're pretty. Con- uh, uh- consistent playoff team, but I think that you'll, you'll see them getting in there this year again. And so the National League, uh, basically the, the, the divisions are all wrapped up. There shouldn't be too much drama going down down the stretch for those uh, for that spot. The American League is a little bit different. You got the the, the uh, last night, the Baltimore Orioles lost the Tampa Bay Rays. That's going to go right down to the final weekend of the season, I think, or the final week of the season. You have a, the Tampa Bay Rays. They, they have a bit of a tougher schedule going down to, down to the wire. Uh, they uh, the Baltimore Orioles have a, a much easier schedule. They got uh, sub 500 teams. Six of their last eight, I think, are against sub 500 teams, or eight of their last nine, or whatever it is. With the Baltimore, uh, with Baltimore playing the Boston Red Sox and the Washington Nationals and the Cleveland Guardians, I think they got they got mixed in there as well. So that's a bit of a tough a tough stretch or an easy stretch for the for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays or the Baltimore Orioles. I'm scrambling my words here this morning a little bit. The uh, uh, the other th- side of things, you th- you think I think Baltimore wins that. Yeah, the one that's going to be really intriguing, we talked about it last week a lot, was the, t- the Texas Rangers, Seattle Mariners, and the Houston Astros. Nobody really wants to grab that division by the tail, take the women and children to bed, and or put the women and children to bed, go looking for dinner. You don't know how that, that one's all going to play out, because it's uh, interesting to see that nobody wants to, to do anything and really grab a, the tiger by the tail. Uh, everybody's 6-4, and 4-6, four, 5-5 four and six, five and five in their last 10, and uh, other than the, uh, the Texas Rangers uh, beating up on the Jays earlier on this week, they, uh, they pull up a stinker 
last night. And yeah, with the way that division is going to play out, I think the Astros, the Astros win that one. The Astros should have taken really a, this taking advantage of this weekend as they're playing the uh, lowly Kansas City Royals and they end up losing last night. This time of year, you can't be losing those kind of games. It's really tough to see that. A Houston team with all that talent lose to a, a Royals two team who's been playing out the string basically since June uh, and losing the uh, those type of games at this point of the season isn't a good thing at all. Uh, you got to think that, that uh, they'll, they'll probably win the next two of, of the uh, games against the Royals, but losing that game, those are the games you got to win this time of year when teams are basically mailing it in and calling it good. That's a, a bad sign for the defending World Series champion. But I do think that the Houston Astros will come out on top in that division because just the way that they've been playing baseball uh, and the way that they're, 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 the, uh, they're the defending world champ to be the man, you got to beat the man. And you have the, the, the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners playing six out of their last eight games, I think, or six out of their last nine games against each other. So they're just going to beat each other up and nothing's going to happen. So that might be a, a sign of something something good for the Toronto Blue Jays, who had a, a bit, bit of a bounce back night last night with the uh, Boston Red Sox. It's kind of one of those things that they, uh, if they would have won one or two of those games against against uh, the Texas Rangers, they'd be right there. They're only a game and a half out right now of that wild card spot. But you, you just got to think that it was uh, not that easy for them uh, it's going to be a, a tough, uh, tough goal for the for the Toronto Blue Jays to get there because they have the, the Tampa Bay Rays. I think six out of their last eight games, so those two teams might be beat each other up, and that's going to be a saving grace maybe for the Seattle Mariners, and it might be a saving grace for say the, the Baltimore Orioles to, to see those two teams kind of kind of slap each other around a little bit in the last week of the season because they got to win, win a bunch of those games. It just goes to show that winning winning games in April. We talk about it all the time. Uh, you you got to win games in April to give yourself a chance in uh, in September. September and then to get in October and, and winning those games. We talk about it ad nauseum here at 1420 World Headquarters that you have to, the way the the uh, Tampa Bay Rays started off their season, it's saving their season right now. They got a 10 a ten game lead in the, the wild card spot just to go show that, but um, they can still, still get a chance to win the division without that that great big uh, jump to the start, to start the, the season. They'd be uh, battling out just like Texas and the Toronto Blue Jays and the uh, Seattle Mariners are right now and the Houston Astros. Let's not count them out how, how it's all played out it's going to be interesting to see how the the american league uh face how, how that all pans out and how it's going to to uh, affect the rest of the season how it's going to affect the wild card races with those teams playing each other it should be uh, interesting to see uh i think that yeah i think the world series champs are going to get in it's just kind of one of those things they're, they're they're too good not to get in and they, they they'll find a way to make it done and l2 has been ripping the cut that's uh, the cover off the ball lately. Uh, he's such a good player. It's too bad he was mixed up with all that all that other hoo-ha in 2017 and 2019. Uh, I still think he was wearing a device and that, that whole uh, "don't take my jersey off" because of the tattoo situation that he was that he got a new tattoo that his wife didn't like and everything else. I think thought that was kind of a ridiculous comment. Make up a better excuse than that. But whether he's wearing a buzzer or not, I don't. I'll, I'll never know. But it's it's really going to be interesting to see that. The what's really going to be interesting to see is the uh, National League Wild Card race. How that's all going to pan out. You have five teams going up for two spots right now. Even Philly, they're they're uh, comfortably up by four games right now. But four games is uh, is nothing. You go going a little bit of a streak this time of year. It's going to be because you got to jump so many teams on and on. But uh, if you go in a bit of a, a slump and lose nine to ten, and all of a sudden you don't have nothing going on, and Bryce Harper he got thrown out of the game last night by an umpire. Pitch was up, and uh, Harper kind of got a little bit of a he got a little bit poopy pants on the call. I, I get it. It was a bad time to make a bad call. It was a it was a little up in the zone, but. 
for Harper to get thrown out of that game last night, it looked a bit, a little bit childish. And yeah, the umpire probably didn't have to. I could just walk away. But one of those things where umpires and players are going to uh, to disagree or agree to disagree on those types of situations and how they get handled on a daily basis for the to, the test of time. I, I kind of miss that about the game of baseball with no arguing this, no arguing that, and with the uh, the uh, instant replay and everything else, and no arguing on this. And yeah, it's just it's kind of you miss that. So Harper, he's an old school type of player, and he got a little bit poopy pants last night with the umpire. I can't remember his name. But then the umpire, he kind of showed uh, his true stripes by making like nine out of the next 10 bad calls. I was reading something this morning that uh, went against the Phillies. So he's like, screw you, screw you. And this is how it turned out. Funny how you only say screw you in the morning at 14, 20 in the morning. But anyways, it's going to be interesting to see how, how, how that all play, plays out. Uh, the Cubs, the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Reds, the Marlins, and the Giants are all battling out for that last spot or last last yeah, one spot, basically, unless the Phillies uh, fall off the face of the plan. The Cubs are, are a game and a half up, and then the Giants are only a game back. So it's a two and a half, two and a half games of separating all of those teams. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. Can the the uh, the Cincinnati Reds have had an unprecedented year, something you didn't think was going to happen with the Reds and Ellie De, De La Cruz when they brought him up? Can he be the guy that uh, turns the tide for the Cincinnati Reds? And Joey Votto has kind of been playing some pretty good baseball as of late, uh, going to the Fountain of Youth and to see if he can get the uh, that one championship ring. They're not winning a World Series, but can they sneak in the playoffs and win two or three and get in a wild card spot? Very possible. Anything can happen that time of year. Can the can the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, can they, they they sneak their way in and make something happen out there in the desert? That's very very possible. That Corbin Carroll is a hell of a player. Can he be that guy to to drag a, to, to drag that team to the playoffs in his rookie season? He's a he's a, like I said, he's a very very good player who's had a very very good season. It's going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out. I, I suspect Philly's going to stay in there. I suspect the, the Cubs are going to stay in there, and I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds to uh, end up. With that third wild card spot, I just think they're going to uh, to one of those Cinderella things. Good, it's good for the sport of baseball. Uh, yeah, there's been some not some, some not so great years in Cincinnati, but having uh, the oldest team in baseball get back in there and somebody different a little bit and get that fan base excited for the years to come and, and years ahead because it's uh, the the Giants fans are going to come no matter what. Uh, Arizona fans are never going to go no matter what. So if you can have a fan base that's going to get engaged in in the uh, in baseball again, and the Marlins fans they never show up anyway, so it'll be very good. For 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 uh, baseball and for the Cincinnati fan base to get back into baseball and get back into the uh, into the uh, into the, the the hunt a little bit, I guess, and to watch that to watch a playoff uh, series, maybe get a uh, a home game if they can win a a wild card uh, a wild card round and see them see if they, them get engaged because I don't think their football team is going to do anything because uh, like I said last week, screw the Bengals, right? It's one of those things to screw Joe Burrow, but uh, you know I, I like I, I would like to see the Reds get in, and uh, it reminds me that's actually the uh, on this day is about uh, Cincinnati Reds, and uh, this morning uh, you, you wake up and you see that uh, Shohei Otani or Otani is he's uh, trending on. Twitter. It's uh, really interesting to see that. And it, the uh, basically his bags are packed and he's ready to go. Uh, he's uh, called her good uh, for the season. They're going to announce what later on uh, today, why he's uh, calling it a season with uh, 14 games left. I expect he's going to go, go and get surgery and everything else. And doesn't want to get hurt himself anymore to hurt that contract. He's going to, uh, to want to uh, take advantage of and the 500 million or 600 million or 700 million or whatever it's going to be, but he's uh, calling it good for the, uh, the, uh, the angels. And it's uh, sad to see that era uh, of Otani baseball. I mean, it's kind of funny to see how the, uh, the uh, angels are going to angel 
no matter what, Artie Marino and the, the guys. I can't believe how much we talk about the, uh, the the Angels here, but it's one of those things when you have a very polarizing player like Shohei Otani uh, out, out of the pitcher. He's uh, he's done. You see you later. That's it. The, the, so the Otani era, I don't suspect he'll re-sign with the Angels. So you got to think the Otani era in uh, in the Southern California is done unless he signs in the offseason with the Dodgers, but I still think he's going to Seattle Mariners. You've heard that prediction a number of times here at 1420 in the morning. Should be a great day of baseball. Got college football happening on and on. NFL tomorrow, uh, so it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. I'll be glued to the uh, baseball games all day long down here at 1420 World Headquarters of the Yankee Tavern North. Hey, and the Yankees aren't done yet. They're six games out of a wild card spot. Uh, they're done, but you know, you, you, you can always hope that a, that a big collapse happens with four or five teams and the Yankees can somehow worm their way in there because baseball's better in the Bronx and baseball is better when the, when the Yankees are involved. Everybody hates the Yankees and uh, for Yankee fans to maybe, so you never know. You never know. It ain't over yet. It ain't, Cause they're playing Pittsburgh, right? They're playing the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. So there's still a shot. They can sweep the, sweep the weekend and then go on. And, and then, and then they got the Jays for a couple, three, I think it is, or six. I, I don't, I can't remember. I got so much going on in my, between my ears all the time. You don't know what's happening half the time, but it should be interesting. Hopefully the, <clears throat> the, uh, the Yankees can make it a little bit interesting to finish the season off. We'll probably do a uh, Yankees uh, season or a week in review. I haven't done one of those in a while, but do that tomorrow morning. Maybe I got uh, not a bunch going on tomorrow, which is, which is nice. I no baseball tomorrow, but yeah, it should be a, should be a fun sports weekend no matter what. So there, there's my uh, rant for the day. And here's a word from our friends at SeatGeek. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. There you go. There's a word from our sponsors at SeatGeek. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Let's get to uh, on this days and birthdays and all that stuff and get you guys out of here and go enjoy your Saturday, wherever you may be uh, watching on YouTube or listening later on on podcast form. Thank you very much for doing that, by the way. It's greatly appreciate all the support we got uh, for our YouTube channel as of late. So anyways, uh, on this day in 1988, Tom Browning of the Cincinnati Reds pitched a perfect game. The Reds one nothing win versus the Los Angeles Dodgers in front of 16,591 people at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Browning struck out seven in the game. It only took one hour and 51 minutes to play. They actually started that game about 10 o'clock at night because of a rain delay, and then the umpire apparently had a very big strike zone. Anyways, to play uh, as the, the Dodgers pitcher, Tim Belcher, had himself a pretty good day on the mound as well, uh, giving up three hits and walking one. Reds legend Barry Larkin scored the only run of the game after hitting a double in the sixth inning, scored on a Mickey Hatcher error off the bat of uh, Reds third baseman Chris Sable. There's a lot of blast in the past, a lot of names from uh, from yesteryear right there. With, but Cincinnati Reds pitcher Tom Browning with the per- perfecto in Cincinnati, Ohio on this day in 1988. And the Dodgers went on to win the World Series that year. Unprecedented. They didn't think they would uh, have a surprising World Series championship, the one that actually only has mattered since 1988. So uh, congratulations on this day to Tom Browning. And happy 64th birthday to retired Major League Baseball player Tim Raines, born on this day in Sanford, Florida. Raines was drafted by the uh, Montreal Expos in the fifth round of the 1977 Major League Draft. 
out of his hometown, Seminole High School. Uh, Reigns would go on to play 13 years with the Expos, being named an All-Star seven of those, of those years and winning a National League batting title in 1986 before moving on uh, to play in Chicago for the White Sox in 1991, where he played for five years. He then joined the New York Yankees in 96, winning two world championships, one in 96 and one in 98 with those great Yankee teams. Reigns, Reigns also made stops in Florida. Baltimore and Oakland. Uh, he retired in 2001, I think it was. Came back for a little cup of coffee there uh, with, with the Expos, and it was good to see that. But Reigns uh, uh, hit 170 home runs, had 980 RBIs, 808 stolen bases with a, a career 294 batting average, and Tim Reigns was inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York in in 2017 so uh happy birthday to tim the rock reigns uh one of the all-time great expos players uh if it wasn't for ricky henderson where would uh where would reigns rank on the all-time um the all-time leadoff hitters uh, list you got to think that range is number two a solid number two behind ricky obviously ricky's the the greatest of all time but uh, tim range he was no slouch back in those with those expos teams with uh, andre dawson and gary carter and on and on and on it went those that's some pretty good teams there in montreal just couldn't put it all together with the best hats in baseball I think i still think they're they're the nicest ones going uh, they should probably try to find a, find a way to bring the bring the expos back or whatever it's going to be but anyways thank you very much for listening to today and all the people who watch on youtube and facebook and uh, twitter and wherever you, you watch us and thank you very much as well to people who listen to the podcast make sure you guys uh, listen to all our, our past ones subscribe to our channel like share subscribe all that stuff we uh, thank you guys for all the support you're giving us here at 1420 world headquarters we appreciate everything very much anyways that's it for today have yourselves a great saturday and a great week and i probably won't get on on the air tomorrow but uh, we'll see how things pan out but anyways thank you very much for uh, for listening today make mix part of your day each and every day and remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with. Have yourselves a great uh, a great Saturday, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.